No, doesn't work. It's broken. You gave me a broken microphone. Number 56. <clears throat> same old stuff, same repeat of last week. Why? There's absolutely no reason to do this again. Then let's just not do it then. This is 100% your idea. Well, then let's just cancel it if you don't want to. Fix your microphone. It is fine. Okay, let's do it. Episode number 56. A repeat of last week. That should be the title. Welcome, everybody. This is going to be a very positive episode. Yeah, number 56. say something <laughs> you always start after the perfect introduction hello everybody welcome to yet another episode of pkrc podcast my name is burke Kammer. i'm joined by kyle stacy <laughs> and today we're going to be talking again again about the faa i know why did you want to talk about this today you you do it's no, all 100 your idea but no. we're doing it in a more positive note um but let's start with some negativity <laughs> Before we go into the positivity, God, uh, let's talk about negativity. Okay, so the negative, new? huh? What else is new? No, no, it's uh, it's easier to be negative than to be positive. God. Okay, so let's start with the negativity. Um, <laughs> if you have not listened to episode number fifty-five, you should. Uh, we talk a lot about the new proposed FAA rule. That was uh, released end of December uh, from the FAA again, of course. Yep. And uh, and how it could potentially affect our hobby. So if you haven't listened to that, listen to episode number fifty-five. Very important episode. We covered uh, a lot about the proposal and how we can yeah. try and fight it. So the negative, the negativity, has to do with the fact that if this passes exactly as it is written, we're all screwed <laughs> in three years. In three years, potentially, we're screwed. If it passes as it's written, which is, I personally it, do not expect it to. Okay, now let's turn it into a positive note. Okay. If you guys make a comment, this is not like, just don't think of this as like, well, I'm not going to vote because my presidential candidate is not going to win. No, you're not the only one that thinks that way. 10 to 20 million other people think the same way. And so the idiot that you don't want to win gets elected. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing. We have 200,000 AMA members, and mm -hmm. we only have 27,000 comments so 20, far. 29,000. 29,000, which is really good, considering that when we did the podcast a week ago, it was only in the 17,000 mm -hmm. comment lower, range. Lower than that. I thought it was like 12,000. Or something like that. It was under 20. But uh, So that's a huge improvement. But consider this. Today is Wednesday, February 26, 2020, the last day. To submit comments is March 2nd, yep. which Next is Monday. 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 So you have the end of Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Mm -hmm. And then it's done. Tuesday, you're off. Too late. Sorry. Yeah, you can't comment anymore. Nope, done. So why do you think that commenting is important? I, I'm sorry. I know I'm detouring from your show notes. I'm going to let you take over here. Yeah. But why do you think that commenting is so important? 
Why do I think personally? Yeah. Why do you think that the comment is so important? Because people say, oh, the government's got to do what they're going to do. There's nothing we can do about it. Screw it. No. We're done. We're screwed. No, you know how many people have told me that, though? I know. I've heard it from hundreds of people. It's a bunch of baloney. It's absolutely 100% false. The reason they're open for public comment is because they want our feedback. And a lot of people say, oh, well, it doesn't matter what you write. They're not going to read it. Yes, they are. There's a fe- We'll get to this. There's a federal law in place that forces people like the FAA to read every single public comment left. So if you think yours won't be read, I'm sorry. You're very wrong. Every single comment will be read. Uh, let me see it. Let me say a couple of things. So going back to the negativity, because I, I want to turn this on a really nice positive episode. But we, I have to, I have to release the negativity first, right? I know. You know how that goes. I have to release it. No, so I'm well aware. A couple things I want to talk about. Um, the first thing has to do with uh, how some people view the regulation uh, that are ne- not necessarily in the hobby. So I watched a video the other day. I'm not going to mention any names, but this dude does videos about FPV. I'm not going to mention his name. It's not. It's not worth it. There's nothing. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing against this guy. There's nothing really wrong with this guy. I, I'm not bashing him. I'm not saying anything negative about him. But he was talking about remote ID and how this could potentially affect drone pilots. And I guess this is a guy that does videos for those that go to Best Buy and buy their infamous or famous or whatever you want to call it, DJI Mavic. And they just go and fly and do pictures, which is really cool. I get it. That's a hobby mm-hmm. within itself. Totally different than what we do. But what I think... and it. One of the reasons why I think the FAA is is throwing all this on us is because it's the, the lack of separation between what a true modeler is mm-hmm. and what like uh, a drone recreational drone drone operator is, right? So this guy was talking about well, he's totally for remote ID because he understands the risks associated with flying a drone um, at the approach path of a major airport. Or like over crowds or people like, you know, whatever. And like he was commenting and talking to people on his video and saying, well, the FAA is going to approve certain sites, FRIAs as they call them, uh, FAA approved, uh, whatever. I I can't remember the acronym, what it means. But FAA approved sites where you can fly. And he's like, but who wants to fly there? We don't want to fly in a stupid field in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of people. We want to fly over highways and, you know, over uh, waterfalls and in the ocean and over bridges and take all this incredible great footage with our brand new 4K cameras on our latest and greatest DJI drone. Well, wrong. Mm -hmm. This is where, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I get it. But this is why we are in the situation we're in. It's because these people have a completely different, they have a completely different agenda, different interest. Whereas we are perfectly happy flying in a stupid field yep. in the middle of nowhere with 30 other people. In fact, the more people, the better, like 50 people, fun fly, 150 people. Mm-hmm. We're happy to be confined to like a 400 foot box with a bunch of other people because that's what we enjoy. Line of sight, low flight looking at our stuff while he's doing the crazy 3D maneuvers, right? And crashing and all this. Most of it happens below 50 feet. Most Mm -hmm. of it. 90% of the flight. 
So this is this is important because I feel like we are very, very different than your traditional and typical drone, quote unquote, recreational drone operator, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, negativity aside, all that aside, I made a post on my Facebook, uh, facebook.com, Bert, Bert RC. I was a little bit harsh on DJI, and I didn't really mean to, like, get all my negativity and my rage on DJI. But I do feel that, and I can't really blame DJI directly for what's happening because they're just trying to make make money, right? It's just a business. Um, you know, they've had an incredible amount of popularity in the United States. But yes, they do have a clout somewhere um, where they, perhaps we don't know, it's an unknown, but perhaps store some of the data of images and things and fly positions of drones within the United States. They've sold an incredible number of drones, uh, even to the government. Government agencies have purchased yeah. DJI drones yep. for various operations, law enforcement, fire and rescue, and all kinds of stuff. And again, I don't mean to be rude on DJI because they are innovators and they have incredible technology. They're an incredible company. I mean, I, I, kudos, man. I mean, hats off to them. But I feel like they've enabled the average Joe Blow to go and buy the DJI drone, push the button, and fly over restricted or space, uh, within restricted or space, or over crowds, or in, you know, in a big, you know, like during the football game, or stupid shit that is what has gotten the FAA to pay attention to what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, again, the FAA is not creating a distinction between modeling and drones. Mm-hmm. Commercial right. and recreational, for the record. Correct. Drones are just drones. Drones are drones. To them, drones drones are drones. And sure, if you're doing it for a commercial purpose, it's a little bit of a different story because you need to have a certification. But if you do it commercially or recreationally, whether it is a drone, whether it has a GPS, whether it has a camera, whether it is an FPV racing drone, like an FPV quad, whether it is a freestyle drone, whether it is an RC helicopter, an airplane, a foamy, uh, uh, an e-flight, helicopter uh like a blade helicopter or a a glider or an rc jet Mm -hmm. or even a a pylon racing airplane or a warbird looking scale type quarter scale plane they don't care to them it's all the same and i feel like that's where they're failing because they're not seeing a very clear distinction between all of it Mm -hmm. right yeah all right negativity like done done now let's talk positive stuff now what is left to talk about make it make it positive make it positive okay so recently the ama the academy of model aeronautics has posted several podcasts the ama has their own podcast and they posted one just recently uh that includes uh an nprm update with tyler dobbs who is the government affairs director for the ama and Jim Williams, who is the AMA advisor regarding anything FAA. And it's actually an amazing podcast. It's 36 minutes, but they cram a lot of information into that uh, regarding... They kind of cover what it takes for the FAA to push a rule through and what it takes to kind of turn a proposed rule into an actual law. And let me tell you, just the short version is it takes a really long time and a lot of work. 
So James Williams has been involved with the FAA since 2012. He was one of the first executive level leadership individuals to work with the FAA on unmanned aviation. So he's mm-hmm. been around for a long time. And since 2015, he's been advising the AMA on how to work with the FAA because this proposed rule is not the first run-in that model aviation has had with the FAA. With the 400-foot limit, all of us had to register with the FAA. We're supposed to have our FAA number on our models. You know, Jim has been mm-hmm. around for, for all of that. In short, after listening or watching, because it's on YouTube, uh, there is some hope uh, for the FAA, this whole situation, to not destroy model aviation as we know it. Uh, first and foremost, the FAA will absolutely read every single comment. They're required by law to read them. Um, I, like I said earlier, I've heard a lot of people say, ah, oh, there's no reason to leave a comment. They're just going to ignore it. They're going to do what they want. No, absolutely not the case. They're required by law to read all of them. Um, another thing is like the AMA put out a great template for comments. Please yeah. don't just copy and paste that. Please don't because that counts as one comment. Every single comment well, no. is cookie cutter. No, that's what that's kind of what Jim said. Is everyone? Well, there's conflicting information coming from the AMA because wow. I listened to the very, very last podcast from the AMA, which was I'm gonna tell you which one is. It's a. Uh, uh, let me see here. It's like a short podcast. It's like an interim podcast or whatever they call it. It's a bonus bonus episode episode three. And, uh, excuse me, it was a very short episode, and uh, they had the government affairs director, Tyler Dobbs, Mm -hmm. and he he was speaking with them, and they basically talked about, once again, the, you know, the AMA's role within all this and everything else, and Tyler Dobbs said that he travels to Washington, D.C. very often, at least one week out of the month. (laughs) Excuse me. So that's very, very often. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that he talks and communicates with the Senate Commerce Committee, which is basically a subcommittee on aviation, um, where they, you know, they meet together and they, they're kind of, they're, they're a subcommittee on aviation. So they have a lot of power within aviation and the FAA. And uh, um, he basically said very clearly that. Um, the one comment, like copying and pasting is if there's 2000, 3000 comments at the end of the period that were completely cookie cut, copy, paste, all identical, that they're not going to count as one. They're going to count as two or 3000, that they're not going to have the same impact. That's what he said. They're not going to have the same impact, but they're still going to count as different comments. And he said that based on the FAA attorneys and federal documents, that there's nothing that states that a copy and paste is, mm-hmm. you know, consider a single, a single, uh, a single comment, right? That they all are going to count. Well, now without said, he did say that obviously is more impacting. And you know, the bottom line is they're going to take all these comments, they're going to download them, they're going to put them on spreadsheets, they're going to analyze them. There's going to be a team that is going to be doing all this, right? Yeah. Reading, analyzing, and 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 classifying comments, and, and seeing out of all these comments what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, blah blah blah. And he nailed it in the sense that obviously, when you make your own comment based on your own experience, it's going to have more weight. How is this going to affect you? And I think 
and he also nailed it when he said that thousands upon thousands and thousands of people, for some reason, have a hard time just writing their hearts out. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know if they're afraid that, uh, you know, they they don't know how to spell certain words or their gra- grammar might not be the best or whatever it is. But it is true. A lot of people, thousands upon thousands of AMA members don't feel comfortable just going out there and pouring their hearts out. Mm. On the computer. Well, right? what's what's and, something that he mentioned is that when you do make a comment, don't just go on there and call the FA a bunch of idiots, dummies, morons. You don't know what you're talking about. Stay out of it. That does nothing. You have to go on there. It's a lot of hatred. Yes, yeah. there's a lot of hatred. I've seen plenty of it in the comments. I've searched through names and read hundreds of comments by now. So go on there and explain why this rule is going to affect you, how it's going to affect you, why you disagree with it, and then give constructive criticism on what to change. That yeah. is going to have an impact. Don't go on there and call the FA idiots. That does nothing for you or us, anything. And and as I said on my uh, Facebook post regarding DJI, uh, where I kind of like made a comment after the fact and said that, you know, to DJI's defense, you know, they're good innovators. And, and it's not necessarily a DJI problem that's caused this. It's more like the idiots that don't, idiots that fly over crowds and do dumb stuff that have, have gotten us into this mess and not necessarily DJI, right? Whereas DJI was the medium and the idiots were the ones that really ruined it for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. But what the bottom line is, if the bottom line is there's really no easy comment to make in the sense that commenting and saying, oh, I love the hobby. I spent time with my grandfather, you know, whatever. And like, he took me to the field from the time I was five. That's not like not, I get it. That, yeah. that triggers like an emotional response on behalf sure. of the person reading the 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 comment. The the FAA person that's reading the comment is gonna be like, "Oh, that's cute," but that <clears throat> doesn't offer like a resolution to the problem. No, the and the point is like propose something. Like yeah. give them like, okay, change this out of the proposal mm-hmm. proposal, or make it less less restrict restrictive because of this or this or that. Mm-hmm. My only proposal, the only thing that I could come up with is that, again, I'm being redundant, perhaps, if you listen to the last podcast or if you've seen my posts, don't don't penalize the people that fly without cameras and without GPS, because we are truly extremely limited when it comes to our flight envelope in terms of distance and altitude. Right. We are screwed. We... How far can we really go before we're like lose sight of it and it crashes? Not that far. Really Four, that five, far. six, seven hundred feet, and we're yeah. done, man. We yeah. can't see it anymore, right? Yeah. So don't penalize us that are flying consistently line of sight and consistently without a camera. And I hate to say this because I know there are people out there that are true hobbyists that are doing like FPV racing. Mm-hmm. And they use cameras. They don't use GPSs, but they use cameras. Mm-hmm. So maybe there has to be a compromise where they are also allowed to continue to do their FPV racing because, say, they're flying in a FAA-approved site because normally FPV racers fly through gates and stuff in a very small, confined space, right? They're never above, like, 10 feet off the ground. No, never above, like, okay, 30 or whatever. At most. Um, So maybe be a little bit more lenient when it comes to how to apply, how how to obtain approval to become an FAA-approved site right. to where the, there could be thousands upon thousands of FAA-approved sites, even a park, 
mm-hmm. could become an FAA approved site. Something. Right? Like, Something. Like, there has to be a compromise. But what I'm getting at is, like, when you make the comment, propose something. Don't propose. say, I used to fly with my grandson or my grandfather, and I love them to death, and this is going to disrupt our family. Well, that... Eh, the FA is going to say, okay, what do we do to fix that? Who cares? No idea, the FA is going to think, well, you can learn to skateboard and go with your grandfather skateboarding down <laughs> yeah. to the park. I mean, please, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. sorry, but yeah. that's not enough, right? Yeah. So come up with something like why is this not necessarily going to affect. Like, I think it's good to to uh, share your story yeah. and why this would affect you personally. Right. And like emotionally and everything else but on top of that like just one single line like mm-hmm. i feel like if we don't have gps and cameras we should be excluded from this or i feel like you should be more lenient with the number of fa approved sites you allow or i feel like the, the one year date. rule yeah the approval date the approval date for fa sites should be extended indefinitely yeah so you can always review and always approve or deny faa sites like just say something i mean this is all it takes it's simple yeah but cookie cut yes it's not going to be read as one but it's not going to have the same impact sure so let's talk a little bit more about why they proposed a rule so we talked a little bit last time about how people are taking these dji mavics phantoms whatever they're called flying over people over businesses over parks Flying them recklessly, flying them near airports, it's no surprise. We've all seen it in the news. The main, the proposed rule, very generally, is to help law enforcement understand what aircraft is in the air, where they are, what they're doing, how high. And the silver lining in all this is that law enforcement, as it is written, does not really like the proposed rule. The police officers, the agencies that are reading the rule, doesn't think that this proposed rule fits their needs, for for better or for worse. For better, is that means the FAA is likely going to have to release a new rule, which just further pushes uh, the time frame back from where it really affects us. Yeah. Basically, like, like, like I said, the ultimate customer is for law enforcement slash aviation security. And law enforcement doesn't really think this fits their needs. So they're ultimately going to have to change the rule in order to suit the person or the agencies who need this rule. Well, yeah, I mean, the typical everyday cop that is more worried about real problems, crime, gun control like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. traffic violations all kinds of other stuff you know uh responding to a 911 phone call about a homicide or whatever a traffic accident or mm-hmm. anything why do you think he's going to give a shit about the freaking stupid helicopter there's so many more there's so many matters. more yeah no shit this is absolutely I, I unbelievable agree. so I agree. so law enforcement doesn't see the rule seeing fit so for those of you i've seen the post you've seen the post Posts out there saying, oh, I'm worried about the new FAA rule. I have a huge cart going at my favorite store. I don't want to pull the trigger on a $2,000 helicopter if the FAA is going to shut us down. Listen, nothing is going to change in two, three, four, five years, especially if they're rewriting the rule and have to re-go through this whole process. We're looking at probably five, six years now. The rule is going to be rewritten. And there's more than once, probably more than once. Yeah. And there's already organizations that are... um, already like filing for uh doing petitions for uh extensions right yeah so so let's talk a little bit about march 3rd that's officially one day after the comma period is done what happens on march 3rd well a lot uh like i said the federal law is in place it's called the administrative procedures act simply put this law states that 
uh, the FA has to read every single public comment. Now, how does it work when they read every single public comment? What they do is they take the main points from each comment and they do something called the bucket theory. So if, let's say one of the points of Bert's comment was to extend the FAA's uh, approved flying sites, that's gonna be one comment for extension of FAA approved flying sites. And if mine says that, that's two comments. They break each point up into a bucket and then they fill the buckets with the comments. So as of right now, we have close to 30,000 comments. You know how long it's gonna take to go through all 30,000 comments? Yeah, but it's still, I, that, I hate to say it, out of out of 200,000 AMA members, 30,000, there's 800,000 drone, drone, because we're all drones. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm considering, I'm considering, no, I'm considering us like airplane, helicopter, jets, gliders, pollen razors, pattern planes, scale planes, all of us, mm -hmm. including DJI, including FPV razors, we're all drones. There's 800,000 of us in the sure. U.S. And there's 30,000 comments? Uh, close to 30,000 at this okay. point. 29,000. Think about it. Okay, but there's also a lot of people saying, oh, I'm not going to leave a comment. It's not going to make a difference. Yeah. Like, again, like the guy that wouldn't vote because his presidential sure. candidate is not going to win anyway, right? Yeah. And another thing worth noting is that those of you who left a comment, leave another one with more feedback. You can leave as many comments as you want. Just make them unique. Bring up more points. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, I'm waiting until just before so I remember everything. No, just get your thoughts out now. Get your thoughts out in two days. Get your thoughts out in three days. We're running out of time. There's no there's no time left to wait or delay or do this next week or tomorrow or two weeks from now. The time is up. I agree. Leave your comments. Do it now. Do totally it tonight. Agree. Do it tomorrow, whatever. But so <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about the process on March third. This is how it was explained in the video. The rule March third. Oh yeah, yeah. March third. Yeah. Uh, the rulemaking committee at the FAA is going to make a resolution for each point. So, for example, uh, one point is going to be extending the FAA's approved flying site time. The rulemaking committee is going to make a resolution for each point. Then they're going to pitch these to the uh, resolutions to the FAA management. FAA management is going to approve or disagree with uh, each of these, and they're going to have to start over or modify a resolution. After the FAA management agrees, uh, they're going to have to send all of the resolutions to the Department of Transportation. Same thing, agree or disagree. Once uh, uh, the Department of Transportation is happy, it moves on to the Office of Management and Budget. Same thing, happy or not happy. After the uh, Office of Management, it moves on to... Um, all the other federal agencies out there. So there's a lot of different people who have to work together to agree and approve of all the resolutions and a new rule. And very likely they're going to have to rewrite this rule two or three times. Yeah. yeah so, the, the, they'll, I wouldn't say rewrite, but they'll make several amendments, amendments to it. Amendments, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, amendments is the right way to say And then what happens after that? Even after that, doesn't it have to go through Congress? It has to go through Congress. And uh, something that Jim said is if if the rule is changed severely enough from the original point, they're going to have to put it out for public comment again. So we might have to make comments <laughs> again on this in four or five years. So basically what I'm getting Not at... Not four or five years, but yeah. You know, knowing whatever, how government moves, dude. A couple years. We got time. <laughs> at least a year. At yeah. least, at least. We got time. Before there's another comment. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's... Yeah. It, it, nothing's set in stone. So this is why, again, we're being annoying and redundant. But this is why you guys have to comment. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people. Okay, here we go. 
you don't want me to do this, but I'm going to do I really it. don't, but you're going to do it. Anyway. I, I know you. I'm going to do it anyway. I cannot say with all due certainty that the people that I have searched for have not posted because there's a way to comment within the FAA website as anonymous. Or and, not public. Or not public. If these people commented and made it anonymous or not public, we cannot find you doing a search. But I find it very interesting that there's so many people that are so intricately dependent dependent, and yet ingrained in, like, is that a proper word? The, the, the hobby is probably the best way, dependent. The, but the hobby has been such a huge part of their lives, mm. yet we search, 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 no results. So before you give a list. Um, I don't really want to get into the list because I think that's just shitty to, for me to do. And I don't want to be that guy. But, man, I mean, seriously, like, every single person that I know, every person, I have yet to come with one name, one name, one, dude, one, that makes a direct living out of the hobby that I have seen post or comment on the FAA website. It's it's really, really kind of shocking. Seriously, one name. I'm yeah. not kidding you. Yeah. I, I have friends that are not making a living out of the hobby. Uh, Ron Course, for example, he made a post, mm -hmm. a comment. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't make a living in the hobby. Nope, makes uh, zero dollars off the. Frank Moradios did a cookie cut, cut and paste thing, which is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make a living in the hobby. He has inverted RC. Kudos to him. He has a RC hangout, which is the most popular uh, Facebook group in the hobby in the RC in the RC helicopter section of the hobby. Um, at least he made a, a post mm -hmm. and he said, he told me he would make another one because I, I gave him shit about it. I said, Frank, really? You, you copied and paste? He's like, yeah, I just wanted to get it done, but I'm going to do another one. Okay, cool. He might, he might make another comment, uh, post another comment before the end of the, the period before Monday. I hope he does. Um, but, but people, and again, I don't want to drop names, but I know people that travel the world collecting a paycheck from manufacturers doing demos and so forth. Uh, I know people that have been in the hobby for 40, upwards of 40 years that are in the airplane side of the hobby. There's so many people. Mm -hmm. Almost everybody I have searched, I can't find them. Mm -hmm. They're not there. Yeah, that's incredible. We're not going to drop names, but you guys can probably put two and two together on names to search. Uh, every name you can think of, of people that make a living in the hobby. Just about. And tell people that distribute certain brands, people that... Uh, I have had a lot of support, manufacturing, distribution, uh, as close to us as Alabama, as far away from us as California, uh, as far on the Northeast as New York. Everybody I, I have searched, I have not found them. Mm -hmm. Not saying they haven't posted, but why post is anonymous? It makes no sense. Post is your name. Let it rip. Joe Blow, let it rip. Post that? more than once. I have to post more. I've only posted once. I know. I have more written up on my notes. Me, to, me to too. Up there me too. With more ideas. So. But let's talk a little bit recommendations on what to comment when the when the time comes to comment. If you haven't already, or no, 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 hold on. Another one. Hold on. Well, you gotta make it more positive. Give me one second. Ready? Oh yeah, here we go. Oh yeah, here we go. Ready? Let's call somebody. Hey, fucker, what's up? <laughs> hey, you're live. On, well, not live, but you're on podcast. <laughs> oh, great. Fabulous. Hey, 
this. Don't you love the way I answer the phone? <laughs> Hi, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Are you always this positive? This started negative, but we're turning it positive with the fo the phone call. I listen. I have to be positive because I, I woke up and I w I'm breathing. It was a shitty ass day today, but I'm still positive because you know what? The day's almost fucking. Oh, I'm. A, I'm I shouldn't cuss like that. Yeah, don't. You're cussing too much. What's wrong with you? Take it easy. No, it's been aggravating. It's been aggravating as hell with everything going on lately. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to stay upbeat. And when I cuss, I'm a little more upbeat when I cuss. But I'll I'll stop the cussing for the for, for the podcast. Hi, everybody. Yeah, they can't answer you. But how you doing, Gator? All good. All good, all good. I'm still at the office, remember? And oh, and, okay, wait a minute. Let's Before we even talk at all, let's get a couple of things straight from last week's podcast, okay? So, A, oh number one. Here yes. We go. Yeah. Yes, it went. And, well, you know what I'm going to do on the podcast, which I've never done? I'm yeah. back sitting at my desk. I just opened my bottom desk drawer. And what am I taking out of my bottom desk drawer? No, I don't want to know. I don't want no need to disclose that. But anyway. Um, anyway, so, so what do you think about people commenting? A, uh, yeah, a, okay. A, I made a comment. Okay, it was a nice comment. I even included pictures of my granddaughter. B, <laughs> I, B, I already B. talked about the granddaughter grandfather <laughs> thing. But anyway, keep B, going. B, keep going. Yeah. B, I'm already. Yes, <laughs> I have I am no going. idea what I'm talking about. Keep I going. B, I am going to Spring Fling. So, Kyle, kiss my ass. Okay, I am going to Spring Fling, even though I am in the shit business and I work all the time, yes, like an animal. I get it. I am going to Spring Fling, okay? People don't and, understand what it means by you're in the shit business, but you're literally, literally in the shit business. Correct. Okay. Clean and install and do everything with sanitary and storm pipes. So where everybody shits in their house and it goes, that's where my guys go clean the pipes. They go clean the pipes. So as long as everybody keeps shitting, I have a job. I have a job, okay? <laughs> so that job's with you forever, my friend. It is, it is. So I am going to Spring Fling. And to you, yes, you're probably right. I probably will put a helicopter in sometime during the weekend. Okay. Whether it be the Nitro Kraken or the 570 Nitro or one of them, well, you know what? I'll bury something. We all know that because of my flying style. Oh, not flying style. Flying ability. Flying ability. Flying ability. Flying skills. Okay. Flying skills. Flying skills. Flying so, skills. Gator, tell people yeah. why they have to go to the website, the FAA thing and comment. There's five days, man. Five days left. There's five days left. And actually, you know what? I did some investigation in this after I listened to your podcast, and I even listened to the AMA one. And what I found out was very interesting, that if more people go and they make an individual comment, each individual comment, the FAA is required to read, okay, before they can make any kind of adjustment or whatever else. So if a thousand guys just copy and paste the same comment, it's only looked at as one. But every individual person that makes one, they have to read it before they can make yeah. any decision. Well, we talked about that. I, there's conflicting information about that. Somebody else said that no, that those cocky, uh, uh, copy and paste cookie cut comments count as individual ones. But they don't have the same weight. They don't have the same weight. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't. Yeah, no, no. Because it, it, it's like, really, this dude was lazy. They're going to skip right through it. Okay, one comment, sure. two comments, two sure. comments. But there's nothing impacting about the comment because it's the same comment, right? 
Right, right. And I also found out that it's very difficult for them to change any of the things, but it's easy for them to remove items. Like if they just do it for, you know, uh, drones and things with cameras and things like that, but they eliminate the line of sight flying, that'll be okay for us. So everybody should, in their comment, put that they do line of sight, they don't do drones or blah, blah, blah. No GPS, no GPS. I think the GPS is the most important part of it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But you know what? There's like, I think there's like 200,000 AMA members, right? And I think the count is up, I heard like 19,000. No, it's up there. almost to 30,000 today. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's gone up a lot, a lot. But it's still, but I agree, it's still very low considering the amount of members, right? Yes. So, yeah. and, and you know what? This is what we do. And yes, would we all fly rogue and would we all be crazy animals? Yes, I'd be at the top of the list. We all fuck. We all know that. We all know that, right? Yeah, but, but we fly like under 50 feet. Dude, you yes. can't go above 50 feet or you you can't see it anymore and you're done. Because <laughs> yep, you're old exactly. and you can't see worth a shit. No, yeah. that's why I crash so much because I'm so low to the ground. You know, not intentionally. Gravity is the worst thing that ever happened to me in flying. Gravity. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway. So, yeah. So, what else are you guys talking about? Anything really interesting? Are you talking about what you did last week? Because I was probably really excited. We haven't gotten there yet. I don't even know. We skipped right through that. Yeah. Really? Really? What's the topic going to be today? What's the topic going to be? We're talking about the same stupid FAA stuff. No need. The same stuff? The whole podcast? We have to. to We we have five days to go, dude. Next week, we have a great topic coming up. Okay. All right. You spend 15 minutes on the FAA, and then you go on to something else. Then you go on to something else, you know? Because you could all... Kyle could give a little more insight into his little surprise that he broke the ice last week. But you know what? So, you know, he already opened that. Oh, he screwed that up bad. (laughs) All right, fucker. You're welcome, Kyle. Wait a minute. Okay, one more thing. Listen, um, the Flipper Fun Fly. April 17th, 18th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, we're going to. No, I want to say, you know what? This is dedicated. We're going to, we're, hey, we're going to, we're, we're going to plug it in. It's okay. Okay. All right, cool. What do you want to say, though? What do you want to say? I just want to, you know what? We would love everyone to come out. It'll be, you know, a lot of fun. We're just going to hang out and just in memory of Ray, because Ray would be there. And he would, of course, tell everybody to go fuck themselves. Me, if he saw me, he'd say, Guinea, go fuck yourself. And where's my fucking meatballs? That's what he would say to me if, if he saw me. And I miss him. I miss him dearly. So I miss him. Anyway, all right. All right you buddy. guys have fun. I'm glad, I'm glad I called it the perfect time. Glad I called it the right. perfect time. I'll we reach out to you later. Love you too, man. See ya. See ya. See ya. Bye. Okay, keep you going. So we're gonna talk about rec recommendations. Rec. Huh? You turn my mic off. Yeah, because you were like burping do and doing weird things. Whatever. Recommendations. What do you want to say? Oh your mic was off. That's awesome. Yeah. <sighs> off again. Yeah, thank you. On. There you go. You done yet? Okay. Yeah. So recommendations for those for of what? you commenting on the FAA. Okay. Commenting to the FAA correction. If you haven't left a comment, leave a comment. For those of you that have left a comment, here are some recommendations for some new comments. The first thing that stands out to me that's kind of, well, there's many scary things about this new proposal, but one of the biggest ones is the FAA approved flying sites. Um, We don't know what it'll take to get an FAA approved flying site or what it'll cost, but the thing that stands out to me the most is only within one year. One year of the uh, proposal going into effect, will they be accepting FAA flying sites? I would strongly recommend everyone who's left a comment or leave, will leave a comment to mention extending this to indefinitely. Uh, because yeah. we can talk personally about the Torches flying field. It is uh, public property, so to speak. We don't own it. It's not ours. 
we're just allowed to use it. And if one day the city of Winter Garden decides to take that away. Well, that's the case with many clubs, right? Right. It's, so, it's not ours. We don't own it. So the city of Winter Garden could take it away. Yeah. If that is an FAA approved flying site and it's with it's past one year of the rule going into effect, we will not currently be able to get a new one. Yeah. So like, absolutely. Like, so um, torches, like I'll set. It's in the city of Winter Garden, uh, city of Okoye, but it's a piece of property owned by the city of Winter Garden, Florida. Um, we've had it since I would say two thousand four or five, somewhere in there. Um, so we've had it for fifteen years. They've a lot of allowed us to fly there. So if if this went into effect and we applied for this particular field to become an FAA approved site. And say they approved it. Let's say we get lucky. Everything's all good. They approve it. Okay. We can go there. We can fly. No remote ID required. This will be great, right? Sure. But what happens if the city of Winter Garden decides, you know, three years, two years, one year, six months, eight years, whatever it is down the road. Oh, we're going to sell this piece of property because there's this huge developer that wants to buy it for you know, uh, $10 million because they want to build, you know, 250 homes in there. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're forced to move. So we move to the next place. Let's say we get lucky and we find another field. We're screwed. Yep. We can't apply Nothing. for that field to be approved because the approval period is one year. Right. So, yes, that's a good comment. That's one of the things that I think needs to change. Need one to of change. the many. One, one of the many, but that's... Absolutely a very important topic within this new proposed rule that has to change. If there is to be an approved FAA site, they should be extremely lenient during the approval process when it comes to previously existing AMA sanctioned sites. Mm -hmm. In other words, if you are a club member of an AMA club, if you're part of an AMA club, and that club has existed for 20 years or 10 years or 5 years, 30 years, there's no reason why the FAA should not just immediately approve that AMA-sanctioned site as an FAA-approved site. And furthermore, um, they should accept, I understand, you know, three years go by, you find another field somewhere else, but let's say that field is under Class B airspace or some more restrictive airspace, Class Class C, Class B. Well, okay, maybe the FAA might deny that request. But the FAA should be open to accepting applications indefinitely mm-hmm. for these sites yeah. to become FAA-approved sites. And there's no current guarantee that um, all AMA sites will be approved as FAA sites. We don't know what, what the <coughs> approval process will be like, what it's going to cost, if it's going to cost something. What they're going to look at to approve sites. They just said they are going to be approving sites. But that should become a standard. If there it would is, be nice. Well, but I, I think that should be a comment. A comment should be made. And people should comment on this. That if there is an, like I said before, if there is an existing AMA sanctioned field, that should automatically become an approved FAA site. Because if... An existing AMA sanctioned field has been in place and existed for 10 years, 5 years, 2 years, 25 years, 50 years. It's been proven to be safe. Mm-hmm. It's been proven to be in a non-invasive, quote-unquote, non-restricted uh, airspace location to where it doesn't interfere with anything or anyone or anybody. 
So it should automatically be considered an FAA-approved site, right? And I think all AMA fields now, anyway, have to be within, I want to say it's at least 10 miles away from any active airport. I don't know, but I know Torches is is under Class B. So for all of you guys that know airspace, um, the floor of Class B airspace on top of Torches starts at 3,000 feet. Okay? And the ceiling goes up to 10,000 because that's typical Class B airspace. So we are 3,000 feet below the floor of Class B in that particular area of that Class B pie within MCO, Orlando International Airport. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason why that cannot be approved to be totally legal up to 400 feet Mm -hmm. AGL, Mm -hmm. which is like 500 and some feet MSL. That's perfectly acceptable. But, and again, it's been there since 2004. So it's been proven to not have a problem, not interfere with anything, anybody, anyone, nor no really no no air traffic of any sort it, it's it's a no-brainer yeah but i think most importantly it's not just getting the existing ama sites approved but it's lifting this restriction that there's only a, the one year period of yeah, approval that's a ridiculous yeah. rule yeah. I, I think that has to be something if if one thing has changed i think that's one of the most important things because to an extent we can live with the FAA-approved flying sites, because I would th- I would think most people who fly model aviation, more often than not, they fly at an AMA-approved flying it, site. It, it's going to affect the people that are buying a, some kind of foamy and going to fly at the local park or the sure. parking lot down the street, and I feel bad for them, but I... This sounds really shitty, but I, I'm willing to let that go. Like it, I can understand if they don't want that for obvious reasons. But as long as like, and actually it might even be better for the hobby, Kyle. If if the guy that flies the foamy in the little shitty little plane or helicopter Has down the road yeah. and the cul-de-sac by his subdivision is forced to join a club and pay a hundred bucks a year, please, please. Anybody can pay dollars a year to become a club member. Mm-hmm. If anything, that might be good for the hobby because... It'll bring new members to clubs. It'll like create more camaraderie, more friendships, more. Yeah. Those people get more help. They might grow from the little foamy piece of junk to a nicer, higher end plane or helicopter or whatever it is, right? But so, what, what it affects uh, is the people who live in more remote areas who aren't near AMA sites. I've seen that, a lot of that online. That would be an issue. Yeah. That would be an issue. And it's a double whammy for those guys because they don't live near an AMA site and they might not have cell service to. Let the remote and, ID transmit. And the remote area is the most contradicting, ridiculous, out of control uh, part of the proposal. Proposal. Mm-hmm. So you have to be connected to the network, to a network, to the to the internet, basically, mm-hmm. um, and pay the sub- subscription service, right? But if you're in a super extreme remote area, like, uh, let me think of somebody, like, okay, Matt Bodos, classic example, my friend Matt. Owner of Synergy Helicopters. He lives in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. Like, he, I think he has internet service in his place, doesn't Barely. he? Barely. It's pretty terrible. Sure. It's terrible. But, like, I'm sure if he drives 10, 15, 20 minutes up the road in the wrong direction, he might lose it, right? And that's such a remote area. There's no air traffic. There's no helicopters. There's nothing. no real aircraft. There's nothing going on. So it's almost like... 
okay, if you don't have access to the network, to the internet, you cannot fly. But isn't that contradicting? Because if you're in such a remote area that has no cell phone towers, are you ever going to pose a risk for Amazon Never. or for all these lobbyists that are trying to push this 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 new proposed rule through? No, never. never. Ever, ever. No. Never. Let alone airliners or general aviation aircraft. No way. It's no. not going to happen. So, Other ways is leave, <sighs> as we mentioned, leave multiple constructive different comments. Um, leave different comments with more ideas. You know, leave a comment now, leave a comment tomorrow, leave a comment Saturday, sit around it, think about different ideas. Constructive, tell the AMA, or not the AMA, tell the FAA how to change the rule. Don't just tell them they're idiots. Tell the FAA how they can improve on their own role. Yeah, the hatred, the hatred. The hatred does nothing. Away. Yeah. It does nothing. We've seen comments where people say, oh, screw you, fuck you, we're going to fly yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's just... does nothing. They're going to take does, that comment, delete, gone. Yeah. What's the point of that? It does nothing. Um, also, capitalize on politicians. Mm-hmm. Right? To your senators, your congressmen. Um you know, you have representatives in your state. You have senators in your state. Write to them. Um, believe it or not, they do read your messages. Uh, hell, write to the White House. Who cares? You can write to the White House. Yeah, why not? They'll send you an answer. They will. They I've have done to. it. They, they answer you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that they give you shit about what you wrote. <laughs> but they will answer you. All these things really matter and they count. Yes. And trust me, your senators and your representatives... They have a constituents. They want to win the next election. Write to them. Yes. And they will try to they they will either try to help you or pretend that they want to help you. But I think if if no, enough of you write to those people, they will take it more seriously. Yeah. And ultimately, this is all a political stunt and it has to go through a political process. Yeah. So, yeah, write to them. Write to them. No doubt. Another thing I would recommend is we touched on this earlier, but when you write your comment, explain the difference between the quote-unquote problem causers and the quote-unquote safe pilots. The problem causers, in my opinion, is the guy who goes to Best Buy, buys a DJI Mavic in New York City, and he flies it over Central Park. Problem causer. The safe pilots are those who fly a radio-controlled airplane or helicopter at an AMA field. They never exceed two, 300 feet in any direction. And the best way to describe, to me, the best way to separate those two is the hobbyist mm-hmm. versus versus the casual consumer. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know how there's people that like, okay, so like I'm a cell phone user. I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so are you. Yep. But I am not the hardcore iPhone tinkerer. There's the iPhone guy that gel breaks it and loads custom apps and, and all that. And, and, and yeah, and writes their own apps for the phone and is part of the Apple developer network and yada yada yada. That's how I see the difference between the casual user of something that flies, aka the guy that went to Best Buy and bought a DJI drone, mm-hmm. versus the true hobbyist like us. We buy our kits, we buy our motors, we buy our blades, we buy our servos, we buy our ESCs, we buy our, buy our fly controllers, we put it all together, we wrench on them, we use glue, mm-hmm. we use Loctite, red, green, red Loctite, we grease our stuff and our bearings, we test it, we 
Yeah, it, it's different, man. We're like hobbyists. Yeah. These people are not. These people right. are buying a thing, opening the box, and charging a battery and pushing a button. Mm -hmm. There's a huge distinction, yeah. huge, between the two disciplines. It's totally, totally disciplines. Another thing I just thought of is those of you who might not be the best with vocabulary or perhaps putting together your thoughts on text, there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing a video message to the FAA. Or a recorded no, message like a who podcast. Cares? You can upload like like <laughs> our buddy Ron. He like, he admits Ron, like that his Ron punctuation course. is not is not amazing. There's Ron wrong with that. Ron told me he's like uh, I think my post was terrible. My comment was terrible. It's hilarious. It's like fine. grammatically no incorrect. Uh, yeah. No punctuation. Extra fine. punctuation. Uh, spelling errors. It looks like a four year old wrote it. Fine. But he got his point across, and that's all that matters. And, and if you can't do and, that, then hit record with your phone and just upload as attached. You can attach things to the comment. Yeah. Pictures, but nobody's going to, like, judge you if you just do who a cares? shitty... Like, who cares? Who cares? It's about it's about getting the point across. It's yeah. not about writing a professionally written, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Harvard graduate novel. It's about, like, putting a one-line, a, a one-paragraph, two-paragraph... Uh, write your heart out. Like that's what that's why I say, write your heart out. Get your emotions out. How you feel about it, and put it down yeah. on that computer and hit the button. If you if, if you read my comment or Bert's comment, I guarantee there's grammatical errors. There's oh, mine is terrible. Yeah, there's mine no is punctuation. Terrible. Yeah, I wrote mine in like five minutes. I have three or four more comments saved in my notes that I can upload later, and I will be uploading later. I have not written anything, but I have a lot of stuff in my mind, and I'm probably gonna do one tomorrow, one Friday. One Saturday, one Sunday. I'm yeah. probably going to do a total of five by the time it's said and done. Why not? Why, Why not? not? There's nothing wrong with that. If you yeah. then, you can go the ultimate route, like our good friend Bobby Watts did, and type out a four-page well, document. You could do a 17-page document. And, like, that's cool. That There's nothing wrong with that that's either. great. They have to read it. I just don't think that... I I don't... I Sorry, Bobby. I, I, I think it's better to keep... To do multiple comments that are shorter sweeter and more to the point than writing this crazy novel about like how you feel about it because i don't i don't know i think the more comments the better but uh, again right, there's knows? no exact science to this right no there's no cheat codes it, there's no no nothing. no just but what comment. matters is the comment what matters is the comment put so. it out there put your thoughts excuse me put your thoughts on the comment uh make your your thoughts and your voice heard they have to read all of them so it doesn't hurt it takes five minutes leave multiple do it Please, if you, if you care about not, yeah, if believe. you care about model aviation, just do it. Seriously. And I cannot believe that we spent almost an hour talking about the same freaking shit as we did last week. Next week we're not covering it. Nope. Uh, we need to change it, man. People yeah. are not going to listen to our podcast ever again. This is ridiculous. So sorry, guys. We apologize for freaking being annoying about this FAA shit, but we really truly believe that this is very important. It is and important. There's five days. That's that's the point of this podcast. There's five days left. And I feel like we did this just now, like a week ago. And we haven't done podcast three to four weeks prior to that. And it's like, okay, we don't have to do it again. But like it's just so important to the life of the hobby right now. I feel bad we didn't jump on this sooner. Because this is not like new news. This has been yeah. around for a while. So. And and we've been really harsh and difficult on the FA on the AMA. Mm -hmm. And like I I, 
I hate to just be so harsh on the AMA. Like, I think the AMA truly wholeheartedly has a lot of good people working there. Yeah. Like, I, you can't generalize and blame everybody. I'm just disappointed in the AMA as a whole. As a whole. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, within within the reach of, within constraints of what they can do, they're doing, they're doing a good job. You know what they the, can, yeah. But the thing with it is, like, I feel like where they're lacking it's not necessarily in what they're trying to do in Congress or like in DC and everything else. I think where they're lacking is like when it comes to communicating with their members, right? Like, like please. I mean, this was released in December. They freaking they mail a magazine every month. Couldn't they have like done this big like cover letter on the magazine? Especially Please. since there wasn't a secret, and it's not a surprise yeah. in the last two weeks. Act now. The future of the hobby depends on you. Like, they have so many ways to reach their um, their members, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes email gets thrown into spam. Mm-hmm. Podcasts. I didn't even know about the MA podcast until, like, two weeks ago. The podcast that I referenced right yeah. now, I looked at it. It has 1,600 views. It's been up for, I don't know how long it's been up. But and they on. have 200,000 members. Come They're, on. Sorry, MA. You guys are doing an incredibly sloppy job at, like, communicating with your members. Make it known. Like, I'm not doubting that you guys are advocating and trying to help the hobby with our politicians and doing what you feel is best to lobby for the hobby, but you have got to improve your member communication skills because you're failing miserably at it. Like I'm not aware of uh, what the MA does and I just, I'm not digging for information, but I, I don't come across it and I I don't get it. It's like, it just gets lost somewhere, right? The way I see it is like, what I've seen on Facebook is people complaining, oh, I pay a hundred bucks a month or a hundred bucks a year. And what are you doing for me? Yeah. And there's, they have this big, beautiful building in Muncie. They have all these employees. They put out all this stuff on the internet. But a lot of people are saying, what are you going to do for me with this FAA thing? And they feel they're not supported. And I'm sure the AMA is doing a lot behind the scenes that we don't see. I don't. I don't doubt it. it. I, and that, but, but that's what bothers known. me. Make it known. Tell it, us it, what are you doing. Yeah, exactly. Give us a report well, every week. Every no month. communication yeah. with the average member. Yeah. And that like sending a stupid email is not going to cut it. A lot of people, it goes to spam. It goes to spam. It goes away. Yeah. Put it on the magazine, front and center. Communicate with your members about the matters that are important mm-hmm. to the members regarding the hobby and give the members reassurance that you are working towards a common goal, which is to keep the modeling hobby alive. Yes. And I'm not getting that vibe from them. So sorry if I was harsh in the past. I know some people thought I was really, really harsh on the MA. I don't mean to be. I, I don't have doubts that I'm sure the MA is doing what they're supposed to do, but... Let us know. Yeah. Make us feel that way. We're not feeling. We're not feeling it. We yeah. expect more, and not in yeah. effort, but just letting us know what you are doing. Seriously. So, what about next week? So we didn't talk about what we've been up to, but we haven't been up to shit. Nothing. Flying and well, me flying. You've been flying. You've been flying that new experiment thing you talked about last week. You're on your big mouth about. But there's nothing. I just wanted to start stir it up. There's nothing in the There's another line. experiment you started flying like two days ago. Stop. There's no yeah. <laughs> The next experiment. That's awesome. Experiment number four. Yeah. Uh, the next experiment is actually going to be released earlier than the first experiment. So. In theory. Yeah, in theory. I have no idea what you're talking about. Anyway. 
so uh, we apologize once again, and thank you for uh, thank you for listening. We yeah. appreciate it. Next week we're going to talk about actual helicopters and flying, and you know we have a pretty good topic for next week. We might just somebody recap. sent an email. We yeah. got the, you got the topic from one single email, didn't you? Yep, copy and paste. Who, who sent it? Who sent uh, it? I don't remember. I don't have it on this oh, phone. You're, I don't remember. You're next week we're going to cover it all. So next week we're going to talk gonna... about like yeah. in depth tuning analysis setup prevention of bad things it's going to be a good episode so we're not going to talk about the uh fa no no fa no no fa next week no more negativity all positivity it's going to be a good one we'll talk about girls in bikinis vibrations (laughs) swash adjustments intel adjustments how about that no kinds of other stuff yeah Yeah. it's going to be great nice and rpm sensors and static and uh what the hell is an exponent exponent expo Expo. Oh, Expo. Exponentials. Yeah. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It'll be good. Flight controllers, ESD. What to look for, yeah. what not to look for. Problem solving. Yeah. Tips on what to do when you attend this trip club. We're not going to call Gator either. Because so. <laughs> I'm, yeah, you know, never mind. Gator needs to get his stuff all prepared because he's going to need a bunch of helicopters so he can go to Virginia and have mm-hmm. plenty to crash. And spare parts, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's going to be quite spectacular. So... <laughs> um, so the shameless plug of the day is the well, it's not shameless plug because we don't make a dime off of it. It's We're a great just plug. doing it because we love to. Yeah. Uh, your idea was to call it the Flipper Fun Fly. The Flipper Fun Fly. The Torches <laughs> Spring Flipper Fun Fly. Should have been the Chicken Wing Fun Fly. No, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Flipper Fun Fly. Flipper FF. Fun Fly. FF. So the Flipper Fun Fly is at the Torches Field, as always, same place as we used to hold the Orlando Helicopter Wild, the Torches Winter Bash. The Torches Spring Bash, Everything. April 17th, 18th, 19th, 2020. So it's coming up here in about uh, two months, a little bit less than two months. Yeah. Um, we have some cool stuff to be announced soon, yeah. uh, benefiting a, a nice non-for-profit, uh, non-for-profit cause. What do you think? I think it's going to be really cool. Um, I just, I, we wanted to honor our good friend, uh, Chicken Wing Ray Mori. He had a huge impact on everyone he met. We miss him dearly. We always do a spring event, so we thought it'd be a really cool idea just to... Uh, on a typical le- day like today, he would have showed up at the shop. Yeah, he used to just show up and sit on the couch and just complain about everything or make fun of us or need help wrenching or something. No, he would want to yeah. buy something. Oh, I need some servos, bitch. Yeah. yeah, and the best part is he would just pick it up and walk out. And as a technical inventory manager, it made yeah. my life terrible. Yeah. And then he would send the money yeah. like two days later. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> PayPal out of nowhere. Yeah. Man, I miss that guy. So we're, we just want to honor him. Um, it's just it's going to be a good time. Just laid back. April will be good weather, hopefully, in Florida. Yeah, it's always nice. It's always April nice. is great. Yeah, yeah, like 70, 80 maybe. No, it'll be 80. 80s. It'll, be, it'll, be, it'll great. be perfect. It'll be, but it'll cool off at night down to like upper fifties, low sixties. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it'll be a laid back atmosphere. Come hang out. Come fly with us. Relaxed. There'll be food on site, according to Gator. So yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, the torches, spring bash, aka this year's called. We might change the name forever. I think we should. The Flipper Fun Fly. Yeah. The Flipper Fun Fly. Yeah. But, again, stay tuned because we have some cool surprises coming for this event. So, we all hope that you can attend. Yeah. Is there a pre-registration or we're not doing that this year? Uh, To be announced next year. We're going to uh, talk about it. Next again. year. Or <laughs> next podcast. Next, next po- podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ahead of myself here. <sighs> all right, Kyle. So, where do people go to get a hold of you? Uh, do you answer? 
Yeah, I do answer. If you want to follow and keep up with what I post and do in the heli world, you can do so at facebook.com slash costacrc. If you want to get in contact with me directly about anything non-BK hobbies, you can do so at costacrc at gmail.com. Nice. You? Yeah. I had a an email from some dude. It was awesome. I never get that. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I got an email from Marty Resmer. Thank yep. you, Marty. I, I, I get very randomly, I get emails. People don't really care about me. But anyway, if you need Here to get a hold of me, it's Bert, B-E-R-T, at camera.name. Just many, as it sounds. How many R's, M's, and E's in that one? Two M's, two E-R's, dot name. N-A-M-E. Nice. It's weird. Some people ask me, you sure it's not dot com? No, it's dot name. Anyway, or... Uh, Facebook.com slash BirdRC. I don't accept PMs there. That's why I supply the email address. Yep. Um, but you can leave a, a public post. Good luck if it gets acknowledged. <laughs> I don't get to see it much. Or Instagram is Bert underscore camera. Yep. K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R. And uh, collectively, we can be found and you? at... Where did me? No, you didn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went first. Collectively, you can be found at uh, Facebook.com. What about your Instagram? I don't know. Facebook.com slash the BK official. Their messages are open. However, it's just kind of for general communication. Anything like warranty or sale related or anything. But yeah, just reach out like directly. That, yeah. But yeah. we post stuff there uh, sometimes, every now and again, when we're out flying. So check us out. And Instagram? And Facebook? Uh, Instagram.com slash... The BK official. And and Twitter? I don't know. <laughs> I think it forwards. We whatever. do have a Twitter, but it doesn't. We, we yeah, never it just it. forwards from yeah. Facebook. So Anyway, yeah. so you're available at Instagram.com slash Kyle underscore Stacy. Kyle Stacy, one Kyle. word. I'm not fancy enough like you for an underscore. No, you have a private. Uh, nope, it's public. Is it? Yeah, I just post about life. What? Yeah, not helicopters. And all. Facebook.com slash Kyle Stacy RC. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. I remember that. You're good. All right, people. Thank you for listening about our rant regarding FAA. I hope this was a little bit more positive than last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, next week, we promise you we'll have a good episode mm-hmm. uh, where we're not going to talk about anything negative. It's all going to be cool stuff, setups, tips, uh, how to not destroy your helicopter, yada, yada, yada. Exactly. All right, ready? Do Let's it. call it. See ya. Right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.